All right. Greetings to one and all. Um, a question. What comes first? The fear of God or forgiveness? Do man first fear God and then receive forgiveness of sins? Or they're forgiven and therefore they fear God? This is the question for the day. In, in Psalm 130, uh, there's such a line that if you, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who can stand? But, the next line, but there's forgiveness with thee that thou mayst be feared. All right. Now, we tend to think of forgiveness as something that follows our repentance. And that's how psychologically we uh, experience it. But in a very real way, in an objective way, God's non-imputation of our sin must proceed any fear of God. Uh, uh, let me unwrap it for you. Okay, it says, if you, Lord, should mark iniquities, who can stand? If Lord enters into judgment with us, his servants, if he really sets us as targets of his very exact justice, perfectly dividing all of our thoughts, all of our intentions, all of our sins, hidden and obvious, all of our intentions of the heart, everything that we say, think, do, commandments that we break or fail to perform, and duties that we know that we ought to be doing and we haven't done them, and a failure to love God with all our heart, mind, strength, soul, mind, strength, and understanding, and our neighbors, ourselves. If God should mark our iniquities, who can stand, all right? And it's a rhetorical question. No one can stand. No one can stand God's uh, judgment. All flesh uh, should be destroyed before him, should he mark our iniquities. But there's good news. There is forgiveness with thee. And, and there's forgiveness. And of course, I'm talking to uh, Christians, to people of God, to Christ's sheep. We know the only source of forgiveness, the only fountain of blood which cleanses us from all guilt. The only uh, cleft rock, the only strong tower wherein we can hide ourselves is none other but our Lord Jesus Christ himself. It is only in him that is found forgiveness. But it's interesting that the, the, the I want you to know the sequence that there is forgiveness with thee that you may be feared, okay? Forgiveness precedes and creates soil, as it were, or ground that he, his name may be feared. And think about it. It must be that way by all logic. If God enters into judgment 
with us, his servants. No one can stand. We'll all end up in one place called hell for all of our, you know, misbehavior, all this, all, all sin, all sins that we commit against his holy name. Even all our righteousness are filthy rags. So there's no way to avoid his, his judgment. But there's this forgiveness so that or in order that you you may be feared again we tend to think that first we fear god and then receive forgiveness so that the kind of repentance precedes the forgiveness of sins but it it's the opposite it is the forgiveness which creates that first god blots out our transgressions he decrees to do so in christ so from the perspective of eternity past, he looks at his elect as already without blemish or any fault. He sees no iniquity in Israel. But this is kind of a, a, a um, decretal perspective. Then in time, he sends his son to assume our flesh to become like unto us in all things sin accepted. Then he bears uh, our sins in his body on the tree. And in that grand crosswork, he blots out all of our transgressions. So the Bible says, without, you know, without shedding of blood is no remission. But there is a remission, whether it's shedding of blood. Now, the shedding of blood did take place 2,000 years ago, objectively. So that's when the sin was covered. And our uh, transgressions were forgiven. And our sin is not imputed to us. Then in time, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit comes and quickens those who've been washed, who've been uh, forgiven. He makes them alive. He breathes into their nostrils, as it were, the spirit of life. Then come into spiritual life. Then they realize, they learn of what God has done for them in Christ. And then they experience this fear of God, which is the beginning of all knowledge and the fountain of life to depart from evil. And this fear of God guides us throughout our lives. So repentance is not the, is not the first step, even experientially. It may appear to us from our standpoint but it's something that we experience more and more as we learn of so great a salvation. There's forgiveness with thee that you may be feared. And this uh, fear of God, which is the gift and consequence of this work of the Holy Ghost, is grounded in this uh, work of salvation. Again, have God simply uh, made us uh, targets of his wrath and judgment, Nobody, no one would stand, no one could stand before him, and therefore we all end up in, you know, in the same place as I'm going the second time. But just to emphasize, this is very important in all our discussions about justification. Does faith, does our exercise of faith precede justification or does justification precede our faith? You know, I affirm the latter. 
Justification precedes even this fear of God. Fear of God presupposes our consciousness, and the consciousness presupposes our faith, faith in the realities, the assurance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is a very basic thing. When we're alive, when we're made alive by the Holy Spirit of God, we believe. And as we believe, we experience the trembling before God, the fear of God, the beginning of all knowledge, and so on. But those are kind of fruits uh, that, you know, pr uh, proceed from that thought of his based upon this redemption. And redemption is means what? Forgiveness of sins. Okay? And then, uh, you know, follow uh, all other uh, fruits of that uh, redemption in time as we experience them in our lives. We learn about them, and then we fear God, and we want to serve God, who has redeemed us. Okay. All right. May God bless you all. Till later.